Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your hosts, Steven. And Kyle. And thanks for tuning in with us today and telling all your weird friends about us. Uh, I got a little episode I put together on this weird hole in the middle of Bulgaria, so that's going to be fun. Cool. And all that. How's it going, Kyle? It's going, man. Got uh, ups and downs and lefts and rights, but we're here now, and uh, I'm pretty excited. True that. We made, got some, made some sick-ass pulled pork the other day. That was cool. It did. It looked pretty fire. It was good. We got a new phone, an oh, official yeah. phone. Let me shout that out once so, I find it. The Hall Sky Podcast has an official podcast phone, like we told you we were going to do. Which so, is pretty friggin' sick. By now, it's all over the social medias. True. It's going to obviously be out on the air here. As soon as I find it, I'll tell you guys. And you guys can text it. You can call it. You can leave messages, voicemails. You can just chitter chat through text. Um, leave your accounts through the voicemail. All types of shit, whatever. We use it for all types of things. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, just a way to kind of interact with you guys a little bit differently than... <sighs> how we normally do yeah if you want it the number is all over every social media we have but i'll also say it here for everybody's listening the number is 1-618-556-0837 text us call us leave us messages you know how it works it's a phone yep and it, if you if you're too lazy to write it down just now which is definitely what how i would be just get on one, any of the social medias and it's there for you it's a yeah, nice it's screenshotted pretty clean simple picture you can't miss it oh we had a cool thing happen to us last week that i want to talk about uh holly madison oh yeah shared us to her instagram story that's pretty sick so that's kind of a big deal uh if you're listening to this episode holly if you can get on social media and shoot us a fan mail address we got some stuff we'd want to send you some stickers and shit so that'd be cool if not also cool yeah yeah we understand you're a busy famous person and we are not accurate either way back to the business Thanks for listening yeah thanks for listening thanks for being dope and taking the time to share our show yeah that's cool it was cool very uh humbling and kind of eye-opening it's really uh honestly for me it's put a fire under my ass like hey you guys might actually be starting to fall upon a lot of people that you didn't think you would yeah so it's why don't you get your shit in gear and start <laughs> separating from the pack a little bit here? It's weird that somebody <sighs> cracks open a monster. While he's trying to talk. It's not that weird, but somebody whose life is essentially uh, surrounded by entertaining people, like, listens to us as entertainment, kind of yeah. blows my mind. Anyway, bizarre, bizarre. enough about that. On to the business. Check us out at all our social medias. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Anywhere you need to find us. Search Hollow Sky Podcast. We'll be there. Come and hang out. Share creepy shit. Memes. Funny shit. Whatever you guys want to do. Just build a community and be dope. Hell yeah. If you have a paranormal encounter. (laughs) (laughs) Molly's going to beat the shit out of you. I know. If you have a paranormal encounter you'd like to share, uh, Kyle's going to tell you how to do it. You can... Call our cell phone now, or you can still do it the old school way. You can record yourself on your smartphone. That way you can edit it and make it fancy or not. Then you can shoot it over to the email, which is going to be holoskypodcast at gmail.com. And we'll get it on the show regardless. You can pretty much send it whatever format you want. I got people who got people. We can edit that shit and get it right. And by people, I mean me. Accurate. I'll try to do it the best I can. But, yeah, send us your stories. And hopefully in the future, we can get a lot more uh, interactive capabilities with our listeners. That's kind of what we're shooting for because it's a lot of fun. It's cool to hear your guys' input on things. Yeah, we could do, like, live interviews now with this phone. So yeah, it's going to be we'll sick. We'll probably be setting that up. So get your your weirdest 
stories together. Yeah, like I said, talk about them. We're gonna try to start dedicating a time block each recording session. We'll we'll decide on that and put it out when we're ready. And then basically, you call it at that time. First come, first serve. Let it eat. We'll answer the phone. You'll already be plugged in, ready to rock. Tell us your weird story. Let's talk about some weird shit. No pressure. No, there shouldn't be any pressure because we're nope. That and we are nobody. So also true. Um, if you'd like to support the show, there's a whole bunch of different ways you can do it. First off, the most important thing is to tell all your weird friends about us. Try to get our listener base keep growing. You guys have been doing an awesome job. Can't thank you enough. Yeah, I literally have the dudes on Discord who say they're gonna print flyers and distribute them all throughout their states. There's another dude in Utah who wants to buy over a hundred stickers to hand out to help promote. Like that shit there means more to us than just about anything. Boots on the ground, dog. I'm telling you, like you guys are great. Thank you so much for helping us out. Uh, We got a Venmo. You can shoot us some monster money over there. People have been doing that quite a bit. Thanks all everybody who has taken the time to, Throw some scratch in that thing for our monsters. We also have a Patreon. If you'd like to go over there and check out the tiers, see what kind of extra stuff we have to offer. We got stickers and buttons and magnets and all kinds of tiers up to t-shirts and all kinds of shit. So go over there, check that out. Thanks to everybody who's already subscribed to that and supports the show that way. Another way you can do it is head over to wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. I usually check the Apple and iTunes ones. I'm going off a list. There's like 400 of these I'm going through. So if you haven't heard it yet, it'll eventually be there. Exaggeration. Exaggeration. All right. There's 382 that I'm going through. Exaggeration. (laughs) Today's, and I will gladly shout you out if it's a five-star rating. I didn't realize we had that many reviews. I thought we were like at 180. Oh, I'll get 382. I check it every day. I don't. Anyway. If you leave us a five-star rating and review, we'll gladly shout you out. Ours today comes from Twigs85. Five stars. Says, easy to listen to. Just found you guys. So currently going through, uh, going back to the play order of episodes. So far, I've enjoyed all of them. Well, Twigs85, we're glad you enjoy us. And we're glad to have you as a listener. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for being dope. Appreciate you. From there, we're going to go into our listener experience of the day. Comes to us from somebody you're familiar with, our buddy Aaron. Left us another message, so we're going to hear what he has to say about, I believe it's sleep paralysis. Hey guys, it's uh, it's Aaron again. Um, first of all, just wanted to say I, uh, I appreciate all the kind words from my previous story, um, you know, about uh, about my podcasting voice and, uh, and, and the encouragement to actually start one. Um, that, that meant a lot to me. And, uh, as soon as I get something put together and, uh, and know exactly which direction I want to take a podcast, I will be, you too will be the first to know. Uh, I think it'd be really cool to, to, to sit down and, you know, have like a sort of round table discussion about just weird shit in general. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I really, I really appreciate that. Um, and uh, I, I, uh, I have another story for you. I know you guys wanted to hear more, so I'll tell you a little bit more. And uh, I wanted to talk about my sleep paralysis, sleep paralysis experiences that I've had. Uh, because I know that uh, you all are familiar with that um, as well. Um, so my sleep paralysis really started in my mid-20s, around 24, 25, and I haven't had a serious case of it since then, since I was about 25, and I had noticed uh, one, there was one night where I woke up, but I couldn't open my eyes, and I couldn't move my body, and it really freaked me out, but there was nothing crazy happening around me. I didn't feel like there was a presence with me at that moment the first time. And I'm not exactly sure how many times it took for things to start ramping up. But the last time I had had it, it was 
it was pretty gnarly. Um, so I was raised Catholic and I can remember my dad, you know, telling me years ago that, um, basically demons take flight whenever they hear the name of Jesus. Um, you know, and cut to me in my mid twenties, I was definitely not a religious guy. I'm still not a, a religious guy. I don't subscribe to religion of any kind. You know, I just, whatever, basically whatever is, is going on in front of my eyes and the things that I experience, that's, what's real to me. You know, I, that's what I know. And, um, but anyhow, in this particular instance of, uh, of, of sleep paralysis, I had this very, very clear sensation that something was in the room with me from the beginning. And mind you, I'm sleeping next to my girlfriend at the time. And each time this happens, it's, it's really, it's really like, it's almost like torture. I can't move. I can't, I can't use my voice whenever, you know, this person is literally right next to me, could wake me up and, and basically save me from this terrible, <laughs> terrible shit that's happening to me. Um, but I couldn't move. I couldn't, I couldn't use my voice. I couldn't even open my eyes, which I'm thankful for in a way, because I'm not exactly sure what I would see had my eyes had been open, but I, I felt like there was something there. And, and as it went on, I had started hearing something whispering in my ear close to my, my right ear. And this is whenever the panic starts setting in because it's not in a, it's not in a language that I can recognize immediately. Um, it's not a, you know, I, I don't know what (laughs) I, you know, I, I basically get the, the basic idea of what, you know, like Latin or Spanish or French or whatever sounds like, whatever this was, I didn't immediately understand it, but I felt like it was basically telling me that it was going to kill me or that it wanted to kill me. I had this very, very, um, real harsh gut feeling that that's what it wanted and that's what it was telling me. So at this point I can't move. I, I, I'm, I may make like a little bit of a, uh, like a squeaking <laughs> sound with my voice, trying to force myself up, trying to force, you know, my voice to, to come out, to wake up my girlfriend so she could wake me up. None of it's working. And my mind immediately snaps back to the point in time where my dad was telling me that demons take flight in the name of Jesus. <laughs> and in my head, I'm thinking, Jesus, help me, you know, as many, as many times as I can, Jesus, please help me, please help me, please wake me up, um, you know, pull me out of it, and (laughs) it's crazy, I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but it lifted, the, the, that, that sensation lifted, I was, I was able to pull myself up out of bed, I was able to open my eyes, and as soon as I lifted lifted my head off the pillow and opened my eyes, there was this like grunt growl <laughs> that dissipated. It was like it was like it faded out. Like if you you know you hear like a fade out in volume on you know on any kind of audio or whatever. That's basically what happened. The growl was there, and then it just faded out. I don't know how to. It was like, and it, but you know, right at the end of the sound, it was, it was fade, faded out. And I got up and I immediately ran to the bathroom and I was just in tears because I felt like I was, <laughs> I felt like I was being attacked. Uh, I felt like I was going to be attacked. I felt like I was in danger. Like I was, I was genuinely in danger. And this was at a point in time where I was, you know, a, a smoker. I wasn't, uh, I, I don't smoke anymore, but I was a smoker at the time. And I had smoked, I've just chain smoked like, you know, five cigarettes trying to calm myself down. And 
I didn't go back to sleep that night. And in fact, the next few nights, I did not want to go back to sleep because I was so scared of it. But now I'm able to sort of identify the feeling of my body slipping into sleep paralysis. It's this real weird vibration from head to toe that happens in my body. And I also hear like audible cues that tell me that it's happening. So I can really pull myself out of it before I, before I slip into it because I don't want to experience that again, you know, and I'm not exactly sure if it's, you know, if it's just things that we, we, uh, we, we attach some kind of importance to like the name of Jesus, because like I said, I'm not a religious guy and I, and I haven't like really turned back to religion even after that instance. Um, I'm not, like I said, I'm not sure if it's just things that we attach importance to things that we think will work to get us out of these kinds of situations are, you know, are, are, are why it, why it works basically. I'm not sure, but you know, now I, I, I can sort of, I can sort of, uh, sense when, when I'm about to slip into sleep paralysis. And then in fact, it happened probably about the last time it almost happened was probably about two years ago. I was laying in bed after a long day of work and my light was on. I remember just kind of laying on the edge of the bed and just passing out. You know, I was super tired, but the the vibrating sensation in my body had started happening. And I'd started hearing like this, I, it's hard to explain. It's almost like road noise, but it's like, it was like periodic road noise. And I had what looked like I was, it looked like I had my eyes closed but I was passing under street lights because there was like, just like, I don't know, light passing over my eyes as I was laying there. And that was a, a really telling sign that I was like, okay, something's wrong. I'm about to slip into sleep paralysis again. And I pulled myself out of it immediately and I didn't go back to sleep until, you know, later on that night. So I'm not exactly sure what that was about and what was about to happen then. I'm sorry this is getting long-winded, I know, but um, I just, I, I know that you you, uh, you guys have experience with sleep paralysis, or at least one of you does, and um, you know that it can get really real, you know, it feels very real, and that's the thing, is like, no one really knows exactly what it is, and that's terrifying, you know, that's, that, that is, that's very terrifying, and, um, I hope to never experience that again. Um, you know, um, so yeah, that's, that's my other, one of my other experiences. Um, I've got some others lined up as well that I can talk about at length. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to, uh, to, to send this one over and tell you guys that I appreciate everything that you'd said in my, about my last, uh, my last story and all the encouragement and things like that, uh, really means a lot. Um, I, I also, I didn't mention I'm from Texas, so all this stuff is happening to me in Texas and, uh, yeah. Um, I hope you guys have a good day, night, whatever it may be. And, uh, I'll talk to you all again real soon. Uh, bye. Uh, Aaron, first off, thanks so much for taking the time to send us another encounter in it was good to hear back from you uh man i think i'm gonna take the show a different direction tonight i know i told you i had an episode lined up but listening to his sleep paralysis encounter kind of makes me want to talk about that and once i way. get going it's probably just going to take a mind of its own so bear with us yeah i i feel like i've got a lot to say i know steve's got a lot to say I know I've mentioned it multiple times on the show before, but I do, I have had episodes of sleep paralysis, probably a handful, maybe a half a dozen. But when he described it as torture, that, that was a way I'd felt, or I'd heard, never heard it described before, but it pretty much ticks off every box. When I have it, I don't see any entities or anything. It's, it's like, um, asleep, 
but then I wake up and I'm not inside my body anymore. It's almost like I'm watching myself sleep from inside my body, I guess. I know I'm asleep, but I can like visualize the room around me. And then I just get this intense blood chilling fear that there is someone or something in the house with me. And I don't know if I can audibly hear them moving around. I know, I don't think that I can see anything. The last, the last time I had it has been probably two or three years ago. My bed in my bedroom was set up different and I could see the open door out of my bedroom. I remember laying there on my side and I know I'm asleep, but I'm seeing and I keep hearing whatever it is in the house. And I am so fucking scared of whatever's in there. And I remember like at this point, I know I'm having an episode of sleep paralysis and I know that it's going to be shitty and I know it's going to be terrifying because I remember myself, remember trying to wake myself up, like wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. And I remember like fighting with myself, trying to get myself to wake up, but I couldn't do it and I couldn't do it. And the noises just kept getting closer and they kept, I can't even like remember what it was I was hearing. See, to me, like hearing you describe that and alongside with his, his definition of it, but the way you, you're describing it right there makes me feel like you're not even fucking dreaming. Like it, you, like, like that narrative is being written for sleep paralysis, but for me, the fact that you can acknowledge that you're sleeping in definition kind of fucks the fact that you're sleeping for me. Like yeah. I, I know there's the possibility of lucid dreaming and being able to control those things. So would this be more of that case that it's an actual type of lucid dream? And then there are the cases where in lucid dreaming, you can actually interact with other people that are in the same, like, so in theory, quote unquote here, maybe there was actually something else not here in your house. Great. <laughs> not here in your house per se, but here like in- Like on that plane. Yes, exactly. I, I, I can see that. Like you are, because in the way he describes it is terrifying because he is, doesn't even have his eyes open, but in the way that he describes it is that he doesn't even want to open his eyes because he doesn't even want to see what the fuck is there. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. And then the fact that he has audible and visual cues that allow him to know he's about to enter this state. That's fucked up. That's bizarre. And and I concur with that because <clears throat> the way he described it with his eyelids closed and the light, like lights passing in front of his closed eyes, I have the same thing. Is it continuous? Or is it just one? Because I've had just the one happen before, but I've never had sleep paralysis. It's oh man, I don't remember. It it could have been multiple, but it'll it'd be to the point to where I would open my eyes to see if see if there was, you know, some light source right, shining right, right. shining in through my window or shining just right above me. Right. But I don't know that it it correlates with my sleep paralysis. I do know that the last time that I experienced the one that I described was in the daytime. Oh, I was taking weird. a nap and cause that's why everything was so vivid visually right? because it was in, it was in the day, right. in the daylight, which you, if you were dreaming, you wouldn't dreaming. You wouldn't think that that would really matter. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like this, the way that you worded all of it, it really started to make me think that these people who are experiencing this aren't actually dreaming because it, it, for me, it just doesn't make sense. When, I have never been able to dream and been like, oh, I'm in a dream right now. I'm going to fucking wake up. I need to wake myself up. I've never been able to do that. It's just I wake up and then I'm like, oh, shit. Whew, I was just dreaming. Thank God for that. <laughs> I wonder if when our bodies rest, our brain rests too, but sometimes our bodies will rest and our brain won't. It's possible. So it's like doing its own trying to do its own fucking thing, but it can't get our body to cooperate. So I don't know, man. It's so, it's so bizarre. I don't know that I have any actual audible cues. Like I said, I know that I did not see anything. 
my room was just how my room is. The door was open probably three-fourths of the way. But I felt like there was something in the house that wanted to fucking hurt me. That's terrifying. And the only thing I can think of, like, <laughs> hey, Hollow Colt, the weather's getting nice. And you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tacovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. It is weird now that you say it, how I knew that I was in a dream, how I knew it I wasn't fucked. in any it's got my brain real danger. Fucked. It's got my brain messed up, the fact that you knew. Yeah, because I, I was like, just wake yourself up and you'll be fine. Wake yourself right. up and you'll be fine. Dude, it may, it's, it's totally like a whole upside down thing. And that's that, and that, that aspect makes it even worse. Yeah. Because when you know all you have to do is wake yourself up and you're trying to wake yourself up, but you can't wake yourself mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. Terrifying. Terrible. I'm like, like in my brain, I was thinking, all I have to do is just like pinch my arm. Just move your hand over and pinch, pinch your other, your other hand. And you can't, you can't move anything. You're just, just like, oh, cool. I don't know, man. It's weird. That's great. It's, it's I'm having a good weird. time. And then like in his story, the other curveball to all of this is the fact that, which we've heard this time and time again, he uses Jesus Christ's name. And it seems to pull him out of the case that he's having here, which is so fucking crazy. Because, I mean, I've used it, and it's worked for me in my case. And there's been countless other stories where people have used it, and it's worked. And, I mean, I don't know. I guess if you wanted to play the dream card, sure. If your brain is programmed, because he, he said his dad taught him that when you use the name, you know, Jesus' name in, you know, the demons will, will leave. So it's, it is pre-programmed in his brain for that to work, right? Yeah. So if he is in the dream state and he plays that card, it should, in theory, work. However, it's still fucking weird. Kind of like, yeah, kind of like a fail-safe. Yeah. You know, if it gets, if it gets this bad. But you hear that so often in, in episodes of demonic possession yeah. and shit like that. Everything, where, even alien abductions, I've yeah. heard it. Which t- completely blurs all the fucking lines of that's accurate. <laughs> right? Man, I don't know. It's so, it's such a wild occurrence. It's, is it something in our brains? Well, the other thing, like I pointed out earlier, it's bizarre. It's also bizarre to me that like someone like you can have it happen repeatedly throughout your life. And then there are people like me never who have experienced never experienced it, it at all. Yeah, it makes me wonder if it has something to do with the way like our synapses fire in our brains. It's possible. Some people deal with it, some people don't. Is it is it uh like DNA ingrained, you know? I don't know, man. It could be a whole plethora of things. I mean shit. I know it's uh throwing the Hail Mary pass here, but the other day I was kind of in and out of uh Richard Serrett's podcast, Conspiracy Unlimited. And he was doing episodes on targeted individuals. And it just made me 
think about this because he said he has visual and more so the audio cues. Now, there are people out there who claim that they are being targeted by, say, the government, say, uh, whatever it is that are using sound waves to manipulate their lives, which is fucked because there was just that article that just got released the other day that was saying people in the White House or whatever it was, people in the government have been, there was like, like 10 people who they think that they were under some type of uh, sound device. Like it happened in Cuba too. I cannot think of like the official fucking words. I'm sorry. But nevertheless, it just, like I said, I know it's the Hail Mary pass, but it just kind of uh, brought that correlation together for me because the audio cues and the people in Richard's, some of the people in Richard's, Richard's podcast, because it was like a four-parter, which he normally doesn't do, they claimed that they almost would pick people at random to run experiments on. Like they just pick people, blast them with all these sound waves, and just basically see how it fucks with them. So it's bizarre. I'm not saying it's related to this in any yeah, way, shape, I mean, or it, form. It just made me think. It's definitely possible. But it, like... Like, even just him, which for me brings validity to him, like how he's like, I know this sounds crazy, and you can hear it in his voice the way he says it. But when I say that, it makes me feel crazy. Like, I know that it's possible. Because a lot of things that we've stumbled on, we didn't necessarily think that this was like really in the realm of possibilities, but the more we dive and dig, you're kind of like, oh shit, maybe there is something to this. It just makes me fucking feel weird to go, yeah, there are groups of people out there who are just picking random people and blasting them with sound waves to to fucking to manipulate yeah to, just to see what it does to them yeah it make it makes me like if that's if that is the case like what is the end game why are you why are you why would they be pushing just this innate fear because that's that's the common thread between all sleep paralysis yeah you know Whatever the fuck is going on. And that's another good point is that in all these sleep paralysis cases, there is that whole like, and it it does kind of change. But like you said, there is that whole, this is fucking scary. It's almost like I like bringing us back, bringing us back to being on a different plane theory. Like I'm not supposed to fucking be here. Oh yeah. I didn't, this is not supposed to be fucking happening. And it kind of is, it is almost like, you're slipping into an alternate universe or whatever. Oh, you know it gives what I mean? me fucking goosebumps thinking about that. Slipping from one section to the next. Dude, I think it's possible. I really because do. Because it falls it falls back into the theory that like I firmly believe that, that there are things happening around us that our brains block out so we don't have to deal with it. It is a defense mechanism that I feel is ingrained through our evolution. That there is shit going on that we, as a species, cannot mentally handle. I, I so I our brain has some sort of mechanism in it to where it just blocks the shit out. Well, look at how we cope with uh, tragedy and things that our brain like. I mean, it's kind of going right back to what you were saying, but there are things that humans can actually explain, but. If you're not smart enough to be able to explain that, your brain figures out a way to explain it to you. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just yours is on a more grand scale, whereas I'm just taking it all the way down to the basics here, where it's kind of in hu- human nature. It, you know, it's yeah. like like when we figure out a reason like why it's happening. With your with your weird uh Alien encounter where where the the eyes looked uh, pixelated. Pixelated. It's, yeah. it's like your brain is just trying to trying to make sense of what what right. is going on. And I right. feel like it gets to a certain point to where your brain can't make any more sense of it, so it just shuts. It blocks it out. Yeah. It blocks it out. Because if there if there are creatures from other dimensional planes, like our brains are not made to understand that. Which we are not to the point to where we can even comprehend what the fuck is going on. See, and to me, that's even more fucked up because of running down this rabbit hole here, 
that would almost mean that your brain was pre-programmed to not be able to deal with certain things. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, 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 let's just pretend that um, the demigorgon is real, but and it's there. It's right here in front of us, but our brain shuts it off, blocks it out because it's in this this ether, this realm that we can't participate in. I don't know for that to carry on through the ages like that just it almost makes me think that for whatever reason your brain is programmed to not deal with that. Yeah, probably because it it was so terrifying or it made people just go fucking crazy whenever they saw it. Like I feel like if if uh, a seven-dimensional being decided to step out of the fucking sky right now, none of us would know what the fuck was going on. No. Like it, it could be so complex that it could just shatter our minds apart, and Which we would just. That to me is so confusing. We would just like you can't even comprehend it. You would just just your brain would just be like, okay, broke. <laughs> like you, there would probably be a split split second where you're thinking, I'm not supposed to see this. <laughs> Done. Sick. Done. Love it. But it does. I didn't think about that until you said it. As I'm. I guess it's I'm hard like for me there. to explain, but I'm and trying. if if you are on that plane, you know where. What if what if when when your brain when your brain thinks it's going to be at rest, it lets those defense mechanisms, you know, lets its guard down. Ooh, but then almost there's like, these almost like forgetting to put the 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 chain lock on the door. Yeah. But and then, then there's little these, fucking asshole these like, visual oh. or audio clues, cues, cues that spark that, Ugh. and all of a sudden your brain wakes Ugh. up when it's not supposed to be up, and then that's when that innate fear sets in, because I didn't see anything out of the ordinary, right? But what if my brain thought I was going to see something out of the ordinary? And in some so cases, it's like, people do see shit. Yeah, like the old, like old hag, and yeah. uh, what are some of the other ones? Shadow, the, the shadow people, and. I don't know, man. It's so fucking weird. It's, it's fucked, so weird. Man. And it's it's a hundred percent like it is it is easily the the moments where I am most terrified for my own safety. That's fucked. Like I get I get like I'm always worried about my kids' safety and stuff like that in the real world, but when it comes to myself, like I'm never there's been no no interaction with other humans or, or whatever I encounter in the real world that has made me as terrified as when I'm experiencing sleep paralysis. That's crazy. Like it is just, it is just a fear to where you cannot, like you don't even know how to protect yourself. Yeah, it's like a primal You can't thing. move. You can't scream. You can't, you can't do anything. Yeah. And from the beginning was when we started diving into some of this sleep paralysis shit, like I've, I I steady I and I hold it. I steady feel like there's something more to it than just dreams. Cuz it doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't think <sighs> And it, I, I I understand, you know, th- this is coming from a guy who hasn't experienced it either. So I I am kind of outside the box looking in. But the way that it's been described, the way we in the way our brains kind of think. Anyways, I kind of feel like um, there's a little bit more to this than meets the eye. I like my theory on it being another plane, possibly. Yeah, that makes sense to me. It could be, and when you maybe Which when maybe terrifying. when some people maybe when a select select well, section it. of people are in that dream state, when their brain hits that specific wavelength, it opens those it opens those Bro, doors where you Project can look Center into. Lane. They use lights and sounds yeah. to be able to go to other places. Yeah, and I mean, and that's literally what he's describing. He's seeing audio and visual cues that start to unlock the door, and he goes, "Nope." Yeah, and maybe shut that motherfucker. Maybe off. there are some people who are prone to that kind of thing. And now think about it: every Guarantee single it. person on the planet has lights and sounds shoved in their face ninety <laughs> percent of the time. Dude, that's facts. That's facts. Oh man, that sucks. I'm just glad my brain's too stupid to do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. 
It is. It is. So it's a mind fuck to think about. Weird. It's so weird to be so afraid. When, when I know you that know, fear, I just never have had it with sleep paralysis. Like when you know, all you have to do is wake up, wake up, and everything's cool. But when you're asleep, everything's fucked. Yeah. Or when you think you're asleep, I don't even know. I don't even know if you're asleep. Dude, I don't know. I don't know, man. And it's it's, it's almost weird. like because all of my experiences are essentially the same. Like I said, I never see a figure. I never. I never, I don't, I don't think I hear anything, but I know something's best. in the house and it's going to hurt me. It almost feels like the more that I think about it, like it's almost like it's getting closer every time I experience it. Fuck that. So. No way. I'm like, that's cool. At least nope. I got that going for me. No, I take my advice and uh, go buy a burner. <laughs> anything comes to that door, smoke it. <laughs> funny, funny that you mentioned it. We're going to transition off of that. And again, I know I talked, told you I was going to have an episode put together, but we'll do that next time. Yep. Um, me and Kyle had a weird thing happen this week. Yeah, it was really weird. So I'll start out with mine since chronologically it's not how it played out, but it's how it played out to me and Kyle. Yeah. So I'm asleep with the dog Thursday night. Tonight's Saturday for anybody who want to know. So Thursday night I'm asleep with the dog. She's in the bed with me. We're conked out. I get woke up. I sleep with my bedroom door shut. And I get woke up at like about between 2 and 3. I can't remember exactly, but it was early in the morning. And I'm hearing this weird noise. And it takes a while for me to make a connection as to what the fuck is going on. So as I'm laying there, I continue to hear it. And it is a popping noise. Like someone popping bubble wrap. Throughout my house. Just... And it's rhythmic. And it's pretty solid. And I keep hearing it. It sounds like it gets closer to my bedroom door. And then it gets further away from my bedroom door. And it gets closer to my bedroom door. And further away from my bedroom door. So I'm like, alright, this is weird. So the first thing I think of. Because it, it initially sparks fear. Right, like What yeah, the fuck is going on. Sure. So the first thing I do is make sure I'm awake. So I look over at the clock. And I'm like, okay, I can move my hands. I can move my legs. I'm not experiencing sleep paralysis so i kind of nudge the dog to see if she'll go check it out she's like fuck no i'm sleeping (laughs) and i just i just lay there for probably i don't know a minute or two and i just hear it popping bubble wrap that's the only way i can explain it because at first i thought maybe it's some kind of an electrical phenomenon you know like static electricity cracking but the, the the best way i can explain it is popping a bubble wrap in my house and it moves close to the door and then it moves further away. And outside my door, I have a chinchilla. Shout out to Gordo. His enclosure's right there. And he is nocturnal, so he's making a, a fuck ton of noise all night anyway. But I'm used to it. I've had him for, oh, fuck, pushing two years. And it's not a noise I've ever heard him make before. He has a very set routine of noises that he makes right. when he's being a f- fucking spaz. But it was so different, it, it didn't even click in my mind that that was a possibility so as i'm laying there i'm like do i go check it out or not and i'm just laying there and it's continue popping and i just fall back asleep so sick yeah it's like it's like my my brain's like you know what we're not dealing with that tonight out it it reminds me of you whenever shauna saw the the fiery ufo and you're like just don't worry about it. And we're going to bed. bed. Yeah. So I did. Rolled over. I knew I, I knew I was awake. That was the first thing. Make sure you're awake. And it continued popping. So the first thing that popped into my head was we got this this little doll over here yeah, that I was dropped off. Hold up, gangster. Um, I put a put a poll up. I'm pretty sure her name is now uh, Hellspawn Warhammer the Nordic Wind. Cool. I think that's what won. It's weird now that I acknowledged her existence because I feel like she's just watching us like a dick. Yeah, she is. But I also have bubble wrap, bubble wrap in here that I use the ship that's stuff weird. with. So, well, it's not popping good. There you go. So I thought immediately maybe this thing crawled out of its enclosure and was popping bubble wrap. So I came in here and checked it. But the next morning, of course, not in the dark because I'm chicken shit. But she was still locked up and none of the bubble wrap was popped. So I eliminated her as the first. Uh, that's solid. The first solid work. Yeah. 
But word, then, word of advice, I would get a string tied on Gordo's door and then run it underneath your door. That way when you start hearing weird shit. Just pop the cage open and he'll get him, just, Gordo. He'll run around and chew up everything that's not paranormal. Too shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was my first thought was this creepy little little doll that was left on my front porch. And she's got her she's the, the fucking craziest thing is that she came in her own enclosure. Yeah. Like like shout out to Emily for dropping this creepy thing off. But the fact that she came in her own enclosure just fucks me up, man. <laughs> But she's being cool, so she's being chill. Not so. going to charge her any rent for hanging out. Yeah, as long as she's uh, steady, cool, then we're all right. Yeah, so I text Kyle. Me and Kyle were talking last night, and I'm like, dog, the weirdest fucking thing happened to me the other night. You're going to think I'm out of my fucking mind, but I swear to God I was woke up by somebody or something <laughs> walking around my house popping bubble wrap. And Kyle texts me back. I posted it on Facebook for anybody that didn't read it. He's like, let me find it, and I'll verbatim it it was so so i text him i'm like and then i hear it sounds like someone's popping bubble wrap outside my door kyle responds weird got fucking goosebumps to hell right now dog because guess what and i i told him the bedroom door was shut and frank was in there with me and i'm like what and he goes almost the same thing happened to me two nights ago yeah so yeah it was i don't i don't know like i don't I don't specifically remember the sound, but I, what I do remember is I wake up and I hear a noise. And at the time, my daughter had been sleeping a little bit hard, tossing and turning. And every once in a while, Gage rolls around in his bed too, and he'll kick the edge of the side of his bed. But I know those noises. So I'm hearing a noise and. Of course, my fatherly instincts is get up and go check on your son, make sure everything is okay, but I'm so fucking tired that I start to drift back off. And I kind of do this in and out thing for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, like I'm right there, I'm getting ready to fall back asleep and I just hear a boom. And I, can't, I couldn't even tell you if it was a bubble wrap, if it was a shotgun going off. I do not remember the sound to save my life, but I do know that at that moment, dad was awake Dad reached over in the nightstand, grabbed the burner, loaded it up, and I started walking through the house. I was convinced somebody was either in the house or outside trying to get into the house. So I walked through the entire what house. A terrible feeling. I walked through the entire house, make sure all the doors are locked, windows are shut, make sure everybody's fine. And then I go outside and walk around my entire house. Now, mind you, I do have... A firearm with me but that's how convinced i was i was i mean i'm not kidding i was everybody knows what i'm talking about when you are so tired your eyes are just going to sleep on their own they're just not even trying to stay up and then all of a sudden i hear that one noise in it i mean it was like somebody your poured, adrenaline goes yep somebody poured cold water on me and I'm, I'm up i'm ready to rock let's go and i'm like you know and i and sometimes i do get overly paranoid about shit but when you have kids, you understand. You understand that, at least for me, I'm a, I'm kind of a paranoid person, and I don't take that shit lightly. I'm always kind of, every time I get up in the middle of the night, I go check on my kids, every time, without fail. And I don't know. And it was just bizarre that, you know, Steve texted me that he had something similar go on, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I just had something like that happen to me. At almost the exact, just within 24 hours of one. Yeah, time. like, that's that's fucking weird. I was, I did not see that coming. I just thought it was basically me being over paranoid. I heard a couple weird noises, and I kind of just over-exaggerated the situation. I, I popped a screenshot into the Discord where everybody hangs out. Shout out to the Discord crew. Yeah, let's go. Everybody jump over there and hang out. But the first thing Kyle said, not this Kyle, Discord Kyle, when I posted that, and he goes, the fucking watchers. Er, Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and I was like, great. Was it Was it the watchers or the keepers? The keepers. Keepers, that's what it was. I don't know where they got the fucking watchers from, but he was like the keeper's dog, and I'm like, fuck. Dude, that kind of gives me goosebumps because yeah. I didn't read it. I didn't read that. Yeah. And I'm like, great. Now I get to think about that. I hope they're not bulletproof. Yeah, let me find it. He totally was like the keepers. Because I will slap that ass. <laughs> and then they'll just rewind time. And oh, shit, I forgot <laughs> like, about that. 
Nice try, doggy. Yeah. yeah, where did he say that? It it when he when he said it, I was like, fuck. I don't know. That. I don't think we jacked the timeline. No, he he said the watchers, but I'm pretty sure he meant probably meant the keepers. Probably. Yeah, we probably should. That is kind of a episode. that is kind of a creepy thought, though. That it. And then it happened to both of us. That's the thing that fucks me up the most. Yeah. Like it happened to both of us. It's weird. That I can't really remember period. the noise though. Dude, it's your defense mechanism. It's your brain blocking it out. That's probably true. It's probably a ninth dimensional being whispering in your fucking ear. Well. Don't do that because, as I have proven, I will take drastic measures. I will do something stupid. He will shoot you with his third dimensional gun. Yeah. Ninth dimensional being. When Steve told me about his experience and he's like, dude, I halfway expected that little doll to come busting through my door. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. I was like, you need to go buy a burner now. And if that thing would have come to that door, I would have lit that motherfucker up. It wouldn't be a piece of that doll left. I just punted it. Frank would have thought we were playing fetch. I should have grabbed it and ran out. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Like, yeah, you're supposed here. to be scary, you little haunted ass. <laughs> Get out of here. But holy shit, that took a different direction than I thought it was going to. Uh, yeah, that, that was, was kind of that was, that was cool. So that was sh- enjoyable. Shout out, Aaron, for getting our think tank turning. And you know what? For all you people that aren't on Patreon, this is kind of how Patreon goes from time to time. We do that roll the dice, yeah. and one topic usually snowballs into other shit. And it's a lot of us just bantering back and forth, kind of like we did yeah. today. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for bearing, bearing with us today. Again, I'll do my episode next week, so tune in for that. Uh, anybody that does suffer from sleep paralysis, please let us know. Yeah, send us more of this. What's I, going on? What we need to start doing, especially with these dream things, we need to start logging them. Yeah, putting them into, into sections. Yeah. So. Yeah, call us, email us, whatever you have going on. Let us know your experiences with it, and we can kind of try to start putting them together. Do you see entities? Do you That'd hear? Cool. Do you hear the whispers? Like when he talked about hearing the whispers in a, in a language he could not oh, understand. Oh yeah, that fucked me up. That ties right into what I was saying about our brain not being able to comprehend what what's out there that yeah. we don't know about. For sure. I forgot to mention that when we were talking. Yeah, about that, that that was creepy, dude. So. Yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah, this is a cool episode. I love free thinking like this. Free balling. Free balling. <laughs> but anyway, check us out at all our social medias. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Come and hang out with us. You know the drill. Let's go. Until next time, stay safe, stay weird, and call us on our new phone, dog.